Welcome back in Main Street Sports today. Presented by Mid-Tennessee Barn Joint. We've not had any dingers today, although we've had some pretty good uh, ding-worthy comments, I thought. so. He's been kind of stingy with the bell today. He, uh, he must not be in a great mood. <laughs> uh, maybe he's just not listening. No, no. There's We, we may be uh, on a... Uh, was it a moratorium on the daily dingers until after spring fling? Gotcha. Ah, okay. We're, all right. We're busy. Workflow, a workflow issue. Workflow, workflow issue. Or, Is that kind of like um, supply chain issues? Yeah, there you go. That's, there you go. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> daily dinger. Singular, right? <laughs> We're just going to have. Yeah, exactly. Hey, let's uh let's talk a little bit about the NBA playoffs. Obviously, the association. Yeah, because you know, to be honest with you, the the last two games were a bit shocking, to say the least. Uh, certainly, ex- I certainly didn't expect for Dallas to just get drubbed by Golden State, uh, but I do think having to. Having to have played a game seven plus travel and all that goes with that had a little bit to do with Dallas's issues. But who in mind, what do I know when we could talk to Seco Sports Landon Seacrest? Landon, what's going on, buddy? It's hype for game two of Miami Boston tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. I am 7 30. On ESPN, it'll be Boston at Miami. Miami, a two-point favorite in this one. Uh, what's uh, what's on tap? What, what are we thinking? I think that Horford has been announced that he's going to play. I think it's depending on if Smart's going to play, if it's really going to make a difference because the Heat were really down in game one for majority of the game. It seemed like. As a viewer, it seemed like Butler and Hero were the only two players scoring. So I feel like if Smart doesn't play, then who's going to stop that on Boston's side? That's a good question. Maybe you don't stop it. Maybe you just got to get Tatum and Grant Williams going. (laughs) That's very true. If Grant hits threes like he did in Game 7, then Miami needs to watch out. Jimmy Butler going for 41. I mean – Obviously, that's something that he's capable of any night out. But, I mean, it 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 hadn't been there much this postseason, had it? No, but they call him Jimmy Buckets for a reason. Personally, me, I respect Jimmy Butler as a player, but these scoring outbursts are something that has been foreign to me. I mean, he's just been on a tear. I have a friend that is an Atlanta Hawks fan, and seeing that in the first round is just – it was just pain to see him drop 40-plus in every game, and now he's doing it again in the Eastern Conference Finals. So Miami definitely is going to need it if they want to get past Boston and Tatum, like you just said. You know, and when you when you talk about the Miami Heat, there are a couple of, of players that you that you specifically look look for. But this team has some depth because obviously – um, not having Kyle Lowry in game one wasn't much of an issue because Gabe Vincent played perfectly well uh, at the point position. And they're 7-0 when 
Gabe Vincent starts in the playoffs. So it's uh, the the problem is that he's now questionable with a hamstring issue of his own. And they, I mean, injuries seem to be the the telltale of this series so far. So is Miami just deeper? Is that why they're able to uh, be better at this point in the season? When I look at Miami, I see people off the bench now probably is going to start like Victor Oladipo. And then you have somebody like Duncan Robinson who really isn't even logging minutes. So when you think about those two caliber players, they're coming off the bench and one is not even getting minutes for Miami. And when you look on Boston's side, Aaron Neesmith provided some minutes and a spark on the defensive end, but he's not the same level of player that I just mentioned on the side for Miami. So I really think it does come down to depth because who will suffice for Tatum when he goes off the floor? He, they, Boston doesn't have a Victor Oladipo or a Duncan Robinson that they can just bring off the bench. I cannot tell you, Landon, how happy you made JP when you mentioned Aaron Neesmith, the former Vanderbilt Commodore, and and thank you, down, Landon. Thank his, you, sir. His his contributions for the Celtics here in the postseason. So, um, yeah, JP appreciates that. But um, I see us over here boasting Rocky Top when we're talking about Grant Williams. Yeah, you know, it a little, is a little balance, <laughs> little balance. Yeah, um, Landon. Let me preface this by saying that I'm, I've not been a huge NBA fan. I've, I've kept up with the Grizzlies probably more than I have anything. But it just feels like to me the Western Conference, for whatever reason, has been a little bit more compelling here during the postseason than the Eastern Conference. Have you gotten that feeling? Do you Do you feel that way? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, in the last series we were mentioning Luka Magic and Dallas – I mean, I was not expecting any blowout like that. I was really expecting for CP and Devin Booker to show up. And then you just have the Warriors in the emergence of Jordan Poole. And then you have a team like Denver with the MVP on their team, and they got beat in the first round by that Warriors team. So it's really, I would say it's just wide open in the Western Conference and in terms of East and West. It's just really wide open, and it's very competitive in terms of these two finals, Eastern Conference and Western Conference finals matchups. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody expected to see Dallas specifically in this at this point in uh, the playoffs. Golden State, obviously, we talked about their experience and that giving them a little bit of a leg up in the Western Conference, especially now that Chris Paul and the Suns are out. Uh, you know, at this point, Golden State's got to be the the clear favorite to win this whole thing. Uh, they keep playing the way they've been playing. Right, I think. You add somebody like Jordan Poole and the emergence of the pool party, they want to call it, alongside the Splash Brothers. Him, and then you're getting performances from Kevon Looney, 20 rebounds, and then Draymond Green, and even Andrew Wiggins showing up last night. So it's it's hard to provide an answer for that when they're all hitting on all cylinders, those five. The Splash Brothers and the pool party. Wow. It's it- – I guess it writes it, itself. I, I guess it makes sense when you think about it, but wow. Um, Landon, we, we talked a little bit on, on the show here not too long ago about the um, the Larry Bird Trophy and the Magic Johnson Trophy going to the Eastern Conference and Western Conference champions. Um, it it kind of feels like an extension of everybody gets a trophy, but what, what were your thoughts on – the conference trophies and and the namesakes thereof under the circumstances. 
it's interesting to me when you add another trophy to the element because it then it brings up the conversation of who should won it, who should have won in the past when you look at the conference finals MVPs and things like that. And then it brings up the legacy debate. But for the namesake of Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, I mean, who better than people that went back and forth in the 80s and had such an impact on the game? I know I am a young blood in the basketball game, but seeing Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, of course, they need a trophy named after him at the magnitude of this. That's the thing. Uh, and, and you couldn't name one without the other. Oh, no, no, no. Because they, like I said, if you were going to ham and burger, I I don't, I don't know if you were going, like you said, if you were going to name one for bird, then there was nobody else for the other one. If you were going to name one magic, there's nobody nobody else else for the other one. I mean, they are, they are joined at the hip from that NCAA championship game forward throughout their careers. Yeah. so. So. It is it is interesting though. Landon uh, Seacrest of Seaco Sports uh, talking a little NBA basketball. Landon, uh, who who's going to win the Eastern Conference Finals? The Eastern Conference Finals. I'm going to have to go with Miami. If I'm a I'm a believer in Jimmy buckets as of these 40 point games. I mean, if he can match Tatum, I don't know who can match anybody else better than Tatum if he continues to do this. So I'm I'm going to believe in Miami. What about on the Western side? I mean, does um. Does Doncic um, pull the Mavs through, or or is it the Splash Brothers and the pool party? I'm not as sure about the Western side because when you look at Luka and what he did in Game 7, he had such a great performance, but he also got 30 points from Spencer Dinwiddie and about 20 from Jalen Brunson, and he didn't get that last night, and we saw what the result was. So I'm not going to bet against the Warriors. I'm going to go with the safe pick and go with Golden State. Golden State? Miami in the NBA Finals. We'll uh, we'll get more from you before that, Landon. But uh, we do appreciate you taking some time with us today. Hey, also also a hat tip to Landon Seacrest, who was um camped out up on Mallory Lane yesterday for that Summit Centennial Region Six Four A softball championship game that the um the Spartan women, as you like to refer to them, came out victorious seven to two in. So again, Landon contributing some coverage to Main Street Preps and Main Street Murray, and you can find his work there. You can find him at Seco underscore sports on Twitter. And seems to think that he wants to become a journalist. Just turned in a 4.0 after his freshman year at Belmont University. So I think he may be too too smart. Too, too smart. Too smart. Yeah. Too smart get, for this industry. And you have to lower that but, down to at least a three. But, um, <laughs> but – but we're we're certainly happy to have him. Two um, point eighters. Two point eighters. <laughs> certainly happy to have him. Um, both his writing abilities and his um, NBA insight with us here on Main Street Sports today. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. All right, let's take a quick break because there is a lot to talk about in the final segment. Uh, the NCAA has. The, the Rules Committee has made some changes, and they are pretty significant. So we'll run down those and get thoughts and whatnot. So stick around. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Be back after this.